Lindsay Lohan in training, Bella Thorne is continuing her antics of trying to be edgy and shake up her Disney past by getting her nipple pierced this week. Lit, the Jenners and Hadids did that like years ago. It isn't edgy. It's trendy. What you should have done is gone and gotten a college education because that's what they didn't do. That would be edgy and make you stand out. Not blue hair and a nipple piercing. This is the Extra Extra Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Extra Extra Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julian Gonzalez. Sorry mm-hmm. that we missed last week. Very tragic. It's 100% my fault. To so all my fans out there, I let you down and I'm sorry. And to my one fan. <laughs> <laughs> Julian's sister. <laughs> Who is Bella Thorne? She was in the movie with Taylor Lautner? No. No, Bella Thorne is the one girl that was on the Disney Channel show with Zendaya. So she's the less relevant one. What was she in recently that I I think she I, was in the Medea Halloween. Oh, that's it. She was in it for two lines. Yeah, and that she was number one ranked. Yeah, on that she movie. got no. Well, she got paid the most too. For but that. Yeah, they really promoted her well on that show, uh, on that movie. I mean, while she had one line. Yeah, uh, I guess she's a big pull. I have no idea who she is. Well, she's trying to be edgy now by doing like all these things. Like she's posting naked pictures of herself. How old di- is she? She's nineteen. Okay. She's like trying to go the Miley route and like de Disney herself. But mm-hmm. it's like Miley did it better. Yeah. Bella, sorry. Uh, and Miley did it in stages. She yeah. didn't do it all at once. Yeah, remember she couldn't be tamed first, but she was in her normal hair and clothes. Yeah, because Miley did it like in little tiny stages, and it all culminated at the VMAs. Yeah. You can't just go from zero to Lindsay. Yeah, this girl now she has. That's why they're calling her Lizzie Lohan in training because <laughs> who's calling her that? You? <laughs> um, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Lindsay Lohan had a, a very long way to get to where she is right yeah. now. So you can't do it from one to the other. Bella Thorne, I think you can either, you know, you can do it in stages. I think it will not serve you well. And uh, yeah, you'll just be known as like a Lindsay Lohan. Wannabe. Yeah, you're just known as like a copy of everyone else. Like, Literally, my suggestion to you would be to just go get a college education because that's what these girls aren't doing. Well, no, because that would be edgy because she's doing no, this to be edgy. The, the Olsons did that and no one knows where they are now. I think maybe I don't I don't know. She should just focus on herself. <laughs> I mean, she is focusing on herself. You know, uh, you know, what? I actually think this is a good idea. <laughs> maybe just take it slow, Bella. <laughs> Bella, you know what? Do what you do. This is the only time we'll talk about you on this podcast, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Unless you do something really crazy. But just don't be desperate, I think. Don't be desperate for attention, because then people will call you out for that. Bella, just do a Nicole Richie and drive backwards on the freeway. I mean, yeah. let's just go all out at this point. Yeah. If anyway, if you want to follow in anyone's path, it's Nicole Richie, because she landed on her feet. Yeah. Okay. She, la- she landed on her feet head first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, I'll know who you are next time. Okay, well, this week we don't have a guest because our guest is a saint and, you know, protesting at LAX for the you know, Muslim He's just band. at that Chili's to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I just need some Chili's to go real quick. He got, you know, that's what happened. He went to go protest and he was like, actually, you know, there's yeah. a Cinnabon here. I'm going <laughs> to... He's like, you know... That and the line, you know, that line for like, Cinnabon is very long. He's like, you know what? That McDonald's line is short today because I'm <laughs> protesting. <laughs> that's so funny. The, a Cinnabon is probably the, the biggest line there's ever been at LAX. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a hot cinnamon roll. I was like, protesting. I made, a, I made a joke. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Orange County Municipal Airport and protest. <laughs> I'll be the only one what? there. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, good for him. It, it is a shame because we have such a good podcast prepared for you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully he'll be here next week if there's not another bombing or like another big <laughs> protest. <laughs> hopefully if the world is still intact. Yeah, if Los Angeles is still part of the United States of America. You know, I can't believe, not that we talk politics on this podcast, but mm-hmm. I cannot believe it's only been one week that President Trump has been in office because mm-hmm. to me it feels like it's been months. Yeah. Because we've all been like preparing for it. No, it feels like months because so much has happened in yeah. one week. Mm-hmm. You know what? Good for him. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. I can't believe the Celebrity Apprentice yeah. isn't up in uh, in viewership. <laughs> I would prefer Arnold as president, to be honest with you, but he can't because he's from another country, right? No, but he's a legal citizen, I think. You can if you're not born in America. You can't be a president. Oh, really? I think so. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I, I think that's a rule. I think I do. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't go for the first lady because she is. 
You know, I feel bad for her. She did. She never wanted this. That's who I really. This is what she wanted. No, she did not want to be first lady. She just wanted to lay up in like just penthouses. Wanted, yeah, she just wanted like a rich husband. Yeah, and now look what you get. You know what? Golding 101. You don't shoot that high. Shoot, you know what? You need to go Anna Nicole Smith's, you know, route and just like gold dig for some yeah. unknown person. Don't gold dig for Donald Trump. Yeah. Because you will end up as first lady and look at you now. But you know what, Melania? Now this is um, the time for you to really, I feel like make a voice for yourself. We know you don't like to speak, but Melania, I'm thinking this is now a time when you can find your voice. You know what I definitely think she should do? She should just keep stealing Michelle Obama's uh, speeches. I think she should too, but I also (laughs) think what she should do is I think, I think Melania that you shouldn't start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just about her jewelry line called hello. I'm Melania. <laughs> and I think that you should just talk about the day to days of being the first lady. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can have past first ladies as guests. Oh, that's fun. Show. I think that'd be so Is Jackie fun. Kennedy still alive? I think she might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, our political segment on the X Factor podcast. Okay, well, let's get into the top five. Now, these are the top five stories of the week, according to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters. Okay, this week I was shook, <laughs> you guys, when news came out that Misha Barton Uh-oh. was voluntarily hospi- hospitalized after neighbors and a friend became concerned with her odd behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay, and images obtained by TMZ, a distressed-looking Marissa, seemed to be stalking around a back area of her West Hollywood home wearing nothing but a white dress, shirt, and a necktie. One photo shows her leaning over a wooden fence, seemingly yelling out loud, Sources Mm. said Marissa was saying bizarre things, including referring to her mother as a witch, (gasps) which we all know she's had a strained relationship with her mom for years, and talking about the world shattering. Okay, see, she might be um, Uh, having premonitions. Yeah, she might be on this girl. This might be psychic. She's like like in Final Destination. (laughs) Yeah. At one point, Marissa reportedly fell backwards off the fence and said, "Oh my God, it's over. I feel it, and it's angry." Is she feeling Mother Nature? I don't know. <laughs> well, Marissa is now speaking out about her harrowing experience, saying that her behavior was due to being drugged from drinks she consumed on a uh, celebratory night out with friends. Oh, no. Quote, on the evening of the 25th, <laughs> I went out with a group of friends to celebrate my birthday. So, <laughs> you guys, she is an Aquarius, and she also has the same oh birthday as friend of the show, Stephanie Merlot. Wow. While having drinks, I realized that something was not right as my behavior was becoming erratic and continued to intensify over the next several hours. I voluntarily went to get professional help, and I was informed by their staff that I had been given GHB. Whoa. What's that? No, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> something hormones? Is that a strain of weed? No. Global... Hormones? No. G- GHB? Yeah, that's not what um, Bill Cosby gave to the women, right? No, that was just, I think, quaaludes. Well, after <laughs> an overnight stay, I am home and doing well. Acid. Uh, some of it acid in her drink. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh, it's an anti-sleep medication. It can treat narcolepsy. Maybe they just wanted her to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sign me up. This is a lesson to all young women out there. Be aware of your surroundings. Barton underwent a mental evalu- evaluation at Cedar sinai and is now resting back at home. They 5150'd her? No. They just took her? Yeah. Who? She said she voluntarily went. Oh, because she was feeling... Because she was screaming. I don't know. Oh. You know, Mar- Marissa... I can call her Marissa. That's her character from the show. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Misha. Misha. Take care of yourself. <laughs> You know what this is you know last year you you know were giving them problems on set and they kicked you off of that movie mm-hmm. then you kind of messed up dancing with the stars saying it was like the Humber- Hunger Games mm-hmm. you know Misha what are we going to do Hashtag #execution mm. uh yeah this is I, scary i mean it's scary it's yeah, to be I feel a woman. like yeah i feel like she definitely might be like having like a panic attack about the world. Yeah. You know? I do believe that she might be having premonitions. She's a witch. She she is a witch. She thinks her mom's a witch, but she's the witch. Yeah. She might be a witch. She might be foreshadowing things. You know, Misha, what do we, how we, Misha, please <laughs> tell us how to save the world because I feel like you're the only one with the answers. But if you don't have a clear mind to give us the answers, we're going to die, Misha. I, yeah. Uh, so she went into the hospital. She just turned herself in. I guess, but you had to see the pictures. It's literally her. Almost hanging off the fence. 
like yelling. Her face is like all open, like screaming. She looks distressed. It's scary. I mean, they give her a sleep pill. Who knew that did that much? You think they would put her to sleep? Anti-sleep. Oh, anti-sleep. Anti-sleep. <laughs> so she must have been just like very... Well, like, maybe this is just her without a sleep. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this is just her awake. <laughs> she had too much caffeine. Yeah. You guys, do not mix those pills. Do not mix GHB don't it, don't with Red it. Bull. You know mm. what they... She probably mix it with the Red Bull. That's like a Four loco. That's why Four locos got banned. Mm. Amisha, you're not getting any younger, so we need to start making sure we're... Watching what we're putting into our body, Misha. Yeah, definitely, you know, maybe write a post about this, you know, hashtag execution. Misha, go do a post on Broadly or something. (laughs) Okay, well, the annual Fiesta de la Flor, which celebrates Selena Quintanilla's legacy, Mm. is taking place March 24th to 25th this year. Selena's sister, Suzette's going to be there. Mm. And she shared the news on um, Thursday, inviting fans to attend um, and revealing that the late Tejano Queen's Madame Atuso's wax figure will also be present. Okay, the Fiesta is also partnering with Orange is the New Black star Jackie Cruz and Selena movie actress Jackie Guerra, Mm -hmm. who will be participating in a panel. But it's it seems one key person is being left out oh, of the no. festivities. Selena's widow, Chris Perez. Oh, I thought you were going to say J-Lo. <laughs> J-Lo doesn't have time for this. Well, that's... <laughs> I know. No, I know. What, is in Texas? She's like, I'm not going to Texas. I'm going to fake my relationship yeah, with Drake. she's too busy with Drake. <laughs> she's too busy faking her relationship with Drake to sell tickets. That's what I said. I know. I'm just repeating. <laughs> Well, according to screenshots taken by a fan that was circulating on Instagram after the announcement went up on the official Selena Facebook page, Perez left a comment stating that it seemed he isn't being invited That's to Fiesta widow? de la Flor. Yeah. Okay. Well, why did, did he, he be invited? Re- Just go buy a ticket. Did he re- <laughs> stop? Did he remarry? I don't know. He, right? Probably not. Is he the one that was like anything for Selena? No, that was the guy in the car that just hit that helped them like, uh, move their thing. He was the one that like was like the. Why would he boy. be invited anyway? I he's, don't know why he would be invited. That's the love of her life. Well, not any. He's probably remarried. Well, I mean, you have to move on at some point. It's been twenty five years. I know. So why why does he think he should be invited? Because I think he's only part of her legacy. Family. I don't know who he is. Okay. Well, at this point, <laughs> it looks like I'm not invited anymore. He wrote. <laughs> well, see, though, stranger things have happened. Now, for those unaware, Perez was recently sued mm-hmm. by Selena's father, Abraham, Uh-oh. following news that a TV series around his book, To Selena with Love, was in the works. Oh, wow. The lawsuit stated that Perez and his production company violated a contract when developing the series and that Selena's property rights belonged to her family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, what did Judge Judy have to say about this before ah! I continue? <laughs> I feel like, listen, uh, he can't be making money off of her. I feel like it's her legacy, it's her family, and uh, marriage doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, it also claimed that the book was unauthorized and any adaptations of it are completely forbidden. So there appears to be a bit of a feud brewing between Perez and the Quintanillas at the moment. Was he in the movie? Oh, his character was, yeah. But he was the one that, like, they, they, they fell in love in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm sorry. But, um... Listen, if he remarried, it's like, well, then you really have no other connection with her. I know, you're, but you're he's still on. part of the legacy. Like, to her, that was her love of her life. Yeah, I guess. I think for the fans, he needs to be there. I don't think and so. I don't Chris, think he's anybody. if you're not invited, just buy a ticket and show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's sold out. It's like on Mod. Like, can I get a comp? You know what I would do? I would buy a ticket, and then I would do like a love and hip-hop scene where like the event already starts, like the panel's talking, and then you mm-hmm. come in from the back, and you slam the door, and then you walk. And it you sounds like, like he's trying to get fame off of this. It sounds like he's doing it for the wrong reasons, and I feel like the family knows most about this. So I feel like if he's not invited, there's a reason. There definitely is. And I feel like he was trying to make like a book deal out of it and like a spin-off TV show. He has his heart in the wrong reason, in the right in the wrong places, I mean. So I feel like he should definitely, you know, they should, you know, check him out and see if he really has his heart in the right place. It doesn't sound like he does. Well, you know what, Chris? Why don't you just start your own festival for Selena? You know, he doesn't have that kind of money. (laughs) (laughs) He'd have to take out a payday loan. (laughs) He's like, my show, it'll be started soon. You know, um, he and his competition. Judge Judy says, you know what? 
whenever she's like dealing with like a plaintiff and like a husband and their family, she's like, look to your left. This husband, he will not be in your life five years from now. He will not be in your life, but your mother, your father, your family, they will always be your family. This person you'll probably never know again from the rest of your life. So I feel like that, that does seem valid here. It seems like, you know, she probably might have divorced him. Who knows? And it seems like he's trying to take advantage of it. Okay, and well, if anyone's taking advantage of it, it should be the family. Okay, well, Chris, sorry. The consensus here is that you're not invited. I'm he should do a invited. he should do a thing like you know where people ask celebrities to go to prom. Yeah. He should ask J Lo to go to this with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what you need to do? Just go do a Reddit AMA or whatever. <laughs> people and... wouldn't care. They'd be like, wait, <laughs> ask who anything? What? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, is that what it stands for? Yes. What do you think it stands for? I don't know. I've never seen one. It's ask me anything. Moving on. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is basically a modern day Mother Teresa, and y'all laughed at her when she said she would run for president in 2020. But Firecrotch is doing more for humans <laughs> than Orange Tang, okay? Oh my God. This week, Lindsay met with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Now, if you recognize that name, it's because she's been idolizing this mm-hmm. um, Turkish pre- president for months now. We reported it back way mm-hmm. back when. Mm-hmm. Well, she met with him in Istanbul to reportedly have a wide-ranging discussion about the current flight of Syrian refugees. Mm. Um, Also, accompanying them was the Turkish First Lady, Emin Erdogan, and Syrian refugee Bana (laughs) Al-Abed, who shot to fame by tweeting the difficulties her and her mother faced during the siege of Aleppo. So she's Mm. like the current day Anne Frank, okay? Oh, my God. (laughs) So, quote, what a dream it is for uh, Mr. President Erdogan and the first lady to invite me to their home. Their efforts in helping Syrian mm-hmm. refugees is truly inspiring. Hashtag peace starts now. Mm-hmm. She also elaborated a bit further on the reasons behind the meeting. This is why I underli- underlined the statement, the world is bigger than five, which we know is one of his biggest you know, statements. Mm-hmm. Five big nations made promises, but they did not keep them. Mm-hmm. There are some who are afraid to come to Turkey due to the uh, disinformation about it, mm-hmm. but I feel very much at ease. Lohan has also taken a keen interest in Islam in recent years and has volunteered in Turkey numerous times to help the country's refugee children. You know what? America, Lindsay Lohan is doing more for uh, refugees and, you know, people of different religions and races than America and Orange Tang. So, you know, we need to impeach him and get Miss Lindsay Lohan in office. Here's my question. Who is she... uh who is she lying about being? Is she lying about being <laughs> Melania Trump? Is that why? Because I feel like... <laughs> pretending she's Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. Taylor. Because she's, <laughs> she's playing an imposter to someone. She's playing Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> They're like, oh, Liz, thank you so much. We thought you were dead. Because yeah. I feel like there's no way that the Turkish president would be like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Lindsay Lohan. There's a photo with them. Who's worth, who's worth 500000 No, not even $500,000. Uh, $1,000. <laughs> I feel like he must be, she must be tricking him into believing she's someone else. I think that, you know what I think it is? I think that maybe they're late when receiving our news and our culture. Uh, so they think so she's still like in Mean like Girls? The, they think she's like the biggest thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, we loved you in Mean Girls. We loved you in Herbie Fully Loaded. They're like, we listen, we lo- you, look, you look a lot different in person than in camera. You look about 20 years older because she is, it was like 20 years ago. I know, but she's definitely saying she's someone else, I think. <laughs> She's definitely saying she's like Melania Trump or somebody because there's no reason that they would like be meeting with her. I want to know who she's in, in, is posturing. Is that the word? I do think that though. Remember we reported that there might there's conspiracy theories that she is a double agent working, <laughs> you know, for the Turkish government or whatever. I do think that this is true now because they think she's first she had that Taylor. first she had that fake accent she's where like, she was like Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So she's mm-hmm. when you've been all around the world, you can speak in any accent. She's like diamonds are forever, <laughs> and they're like, oh, Miss. Taylor, thank you so much. <laughs> and she's like to the camera, she's like, shh. Yeah. You know what? That's her greatest role to date. <laughs> Not her and the Lifetime movies about Liz and Dick. No, it's her playing Elizabeth Taylor in real You know life. when the cameras are off, she's like, uh, do you have any money? Can I borrow <laughs> some money? <laughs> she's like, y'all do coke? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, the exchange rate for Turkish money must be very high. Yeah. She's like, um, y'all have Airbnb here? <laughs> Stupid. I'm scared to go home. <laughs> My dad beats me. She's like, stop. She's like, can I stay here for like a couple more weeks? They're like, okay. And then like a couple weeks, they're like, Lindsay, you have to go home. Sorry, man. Can I take asylum in your country? (laughs) 
Okay, well, Mar- Marvel Comics has a long history of using hip-hop variant covers that have paid homage to everyone from Ice Cube and LL Cool J to Kanye and Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Now another superstar is receiving the superhero treatment. It's the one and only Beyonce. Wow. Okay, this week Marvel unveiled the cover art for their second issue of America, a comic that follows a queer Latina superhero named America Chavez who can punch through dimensions. Wow. That's Girl, stupid. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Punch through dimension. I think, I, think, I think we need her now to take us to another realm. That's so stupid. I think that's so dumb. Man, if any of y'all are aspiring comic book people, I'm very sorry because this sounds terrible. Uh, well, yeah, why should why the queer one have to punch through dimension? <laughs> It's like, how do you even punch through dimension? That's so stupid. Maybe she, when she punches you, you fly into dimension. <laughs> <laughs> a she punches opens. you to a different dimension. Yeah. She punches in a portal open. This is so stupid. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, the artwork um, designed by artist Joe um, Kinones was inspired by Beyonce's formation video and features the titular uh, heroine sporting a similar hat and heap of necklace as Bay and apparently enough, um, Kihonis replaced Beyonce's all black getup with a star and stripe outfit that's pretty damn fabulous. Are people still writing comic books? I've never even read one in my life, <laughs> so I don't either. know. Every t- every time I pass by a comic book store, I'm like, oh, these must be like vintage. Yeah. Are people still making comic Do books? Do they have comic book stores? Yes. <laughs> There's <laughs> There's two. There, I think there's probably more than two, but I think there's two in LA. Like, is it, you mean a magazine stand? No, like a comic book store. There's one called Meltdown Comics, and then there's one called the Green Apple. Listen, if we had fans, they're turning yeah, on us now. Extra, because <laughs> it's like a Venn diagram of like podcast fans and yeah. then comic book fans, and then in the middle, that's where we are. But we're infuriating everyone right now. The thing is, I don't. <sighs> Really, what has Beyonce done to receive these accolades? Like to be, they're inspiring. just using her. They're using her. You know who should, they should have used instead. I mean, I don't know who Ice Cube is or Ice T, whatever. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. I don't know. You guys should be using, you know, um, J Lo, Sky Jackson. Stop! You are so stupid. Well, they already did the whole, the whole comic book character. Nobody based on knows Sky Jackson. Sky Jackson. I think I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, this this got me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking you need to get. You know, inspiration from hell, Selena Quintanilla. If we're doing a queer Latina, I mean, that's the closest thing to a queer Latina. Is Selena. that who the the the, the, <coughs> the protagonist is or the hero is? Yeah, she's a queer Latina queer who can Latina. punch through dimensions. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm over it. You know what? It's like they threw like a a dart. And no, they were, it was like, like it was like th- th- three different dice, and they threw yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they did. Okay, like what a, what action can she do? Okay, they're like, no. <laughs> what, no. What, uh, what adjective? No, it's not. Through. <laughs> it's through an adjective? I don't know. It's not. <laughs> it's a preposition, isn't it? Oh, boy. We are. We're sorry, y'all. We don't what know. What now can she do? <laughs> Dimension. <laughs> no, they do it. It's like, woman, queer, superhero. <laughs> Stupid. And then they throw in Latina to have a token Latina. That is, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, well, if you recall, you'll remember us. You'll remember us telling you about that hating ass bitch Becky with the sandals, who was our first hater on our extra extra oh, podcast yeah. Facebook page. <laughs> now, if you're not following us, make sure you do so as well as subscribe on iTunes and rate and comment. Okay, well, Becky with the sandals was <laughs> mad because we did an episode with guest Michael Lucid mm-hmm. where we talked about his favorite actress Sarah Paulson. Yes. Becky was mad because we spent a majority of the segment talking about her relationship with Holland Taylor Mm -hmm. and giggling when she was expecting an interview with Sarah Paulson. I'm not sure why. Uh Uh-huh. But I mean, I think... Where did she find us? I don't know, but I think she thinks that people really care that much about Sarah Paulson. Yeah. I did finish the OJ show, and I think she was very good in that. Did she win an award for that? She did. She won a few. Okay, good for her. I think she deserved it. Well, Becky, guess what? This week, Holland Taylor called her relationship with Sarah Paulson wonderful love. Okay, so we're going to talk about her relationship again one more time. Okay, (laughs) so Holland spoke with Sandra Bernhardt on her Series XM show, and when um, Sarah's name came up... Everyone has a podcast. Well, this is a Series XM show, syndicated. Um, and when Sarah's name came up, uh, Taylor first made sure to recognize her successful career, especially with last year's role as Marsha Clark in mm-hmm. The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Quote, she, um, or sorry, she first said Paulson uh, is, quote, is having a wonderful burst in her career. 
And then she really laid in on the charm. Quote, it has to be part of what is the most wonderful thing in my life In this is this whole embrace of this wonderful relationship, which makes everything else make sense. I'm the luckiest person in the world. Mm-hmm. When Bernhard interjected by saying she didn't have to um, talk about her personal life, the um, actress said, I can't talk about my life today and not mention this wonderful love. Aww. And then Bernhard said, bravo. Oh, that's so sweet. So, Becky, this was a slap in the face for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all people want to talk about. The fuck you want to talk about. I'm saying, like, who cares about, who really cares about uh, Sarah, Sarah Paulson? Paulson? Like, okay, she's an actress, but, and what, but she hasn't done anything special, really. Exactly. I mean, she's, you know, she's, she's just a good a, actress. She's, just, she's a good actress, but she's just a regular girl. Yeah, yeah, I you know agree. I mean? People want to know about her, you Like, know? that's what we care about is her relationship. I mean, we... we we, would, we wouldn't care if the woman was the same age. This woman is 30 years older than her. That's interesting to us, okay? That is very interesting. You know, we usually only see that with an older man and a younger woman. We don't mm-hmm. see that with two women. So to us, this is interesting. This is intriguing, okay? Yeah. This is like us watching animals in the wild. You yeah, know what I mean? basically you're being anti-woman, anti-homophobe. Oh, no, you are being a homophobe. You're being anti-ageist. Anti-feminist. Listen, Becky, I hope you're listening to this. You should be ashamed of yourself. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Becky. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Sit there with your nastiest feet. Oh my god! Laughing, <laughs> smiling. Was her profile picture just? Remember, it's just her feet with oh her sandals. God. Well, uh, she, she was. Came my sandals with some bad pedicure that she well, put herself. She must have been the only listener, so <laughs> probably. Well, thank you. Now, if you could just go comment and rate and subscribe, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, you know. And again, if you're listening to this, rate us negatively too. We really don't care. Can you just rate us? Yeah, comment. I'm, I'm down to listen. I'm, you know, I'm listening. We can take your critiques. You know, I, I'm ready to like infuse critiques because I'm always looking to get better. I am too. Great. And you know what? And you could say you could tell us to change anything yeah. except cancel the podcast because we, yeah, we, we won't cancel it. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll change anything. And we might disagree with you, which we probably yeah. definitely will. You know, if you say and that you, know you what? love we Jesse pro- but want him to replace me, he'll replace me. Yeah, and you know, we probably won't change anything to be honest with you. We just want those rates. Yeah. And you know what? Like, at the end of the day, Becky with the good sandals, or Becky with the sandals, because they weren't good. Becky with the sandals, if you're out there listening, you really do want to come on the podcast, but we're going to have to do a phone call interview. I'm mm-hmm. going to have you in my place because I'm, I'm nervous you might punch me in the face. <laughs> so, Becky with the sandals, if you do want to call in and be on the podcast and give your advice about why you love Sarah Paulson so much, I mean, we'll take it. We'll yeah, listen. definitely. We'll call. Welcome. As a matter of fact, if anyone wants to call. Yeah, if anyone wants to call in, you can reach Jesse at... <laughs> <laughs> Five 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 five. No, I'll give you my number. Okay, do it. No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week I'm starting a new segment, which I hope I will never have to bring back, called "You in Danger, Girl," where I will tell women that they need to run, they need to hide, and they need to grow up and learn from their mistakes. So to start it off, let's go. Mel Gibson had a ninth child this past week. And I guess we're back on being a fan of Mel Gibson. I guess we've forgiven him for all the shitty things he's done. I don't think that's okay. I think we should still be against him. We should still be like protesting him. And I think the people that still are protesting aren't doing it enough. Wait, who said we're fans? Like what? Because he's like, he's, uh, he's doing like Oscar rounds, you know, like he's, because he's being, he's nominated for best director. What's he Directing a movie this year? He he directed a movie that nobody's heard about. I forget what it's called even. I don't even want to talk about because I don't want to promote okay, it. Yes, exactly. But he's back on the red carpet stroll with his new wife. Um, tw- okay, listen. Here's the thing. Mel Gibson is 61. His wife now is 26 years old. Wife, what are like, we doing? Wife, what are we doing? I, 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 you Melania know, in training. I feel like that's so terrible, and I wouldn't be that desperate at all. Never in my entire life would I be that desperate to go, I don't have any talent. I don't have anything going for me, so I'm going to just sleep and have a child with Mel Gibson. I feel bad for you, Rosalind Ross. Oh, Rosalind. First of all, what is that name? Rosalind Ross. Come on. I feel like that's... You know what? I feel like I want to go and swoop in and like really rescue this woman. I want to rescue the baby. I don't care about this woman. This woman made her bed and she laid in it. Yeah. Because uh, we all know baby. Mel Gibson's like history with women. Oct- what was her name? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Agana? Oksana. Oksana. Oksana Grigor- Grigorievo. Whatever the fuck. You know. If she doesn't know, she must know. Someone needs to tell she her. She might not, not know because she's a millennial. Millennials, they don't like to research. Listen, that was the highlight you of my... she's 26? Yeah. Girl, you are a year older than me and you are having a child. You had a child with Mel. Listen, Gibson. I'm sure... Listen, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of money out you of it. You know what? 
I, if I was her, I would have drugged myself to have even have the go that's through so, I, that marriage. That's the thing. I, I drug myself. Listen, you know, girl power, do whatever the fuck you want, but I feel bad for you. This is really terrible. You could have chosen a better person. I feel like there's no way that you like Mel Gibson. Nobody should like Mel Gibson. The way he treated his ex-wife, once an abuser, always an abuser. He's only it's only gonna be a matter of time until he comes after you talking about how you should get raped by a pack oh. of N-words and how the Mexicans can dig a grave for you and he'll Ooh. throw you in there. That's so terrible. If he talks like that to a woman, he's obviously not changed. I don't think you can ever change from that. And I feel like, you know, we forgot about him, but now he's like doing this Oscar stroll and we're only remembering him for it. And I feel like it's terrible and I feel like he should just go away. Yeah. <sighs> but that Is he was... American? Yeah, no, he's Australian. Uh. <laughs> Donald Trump, please, can you send him? Can you deport him? I mean, can you deport him? Can you deport actual monsters, please? Yeah, but that, yeah, and you know what? That that those phone tape conversations are probably the best thing that's ever happened to me because those are the most dramatic things. She's like, I don't care about you. I only care about my baby. I only care about my baby being good and everything like that. But I feel like, yeah, he could never ever recover from that. And I feel like Rosalind, girl, you in danger. You need to figure it out. I feel like if you don't know about this, you better know quick and you better escape as soon as possible because it's only a matter of fact, a matter of time until he comes after you. Mm. Mm. Damn, ninth child. All these men have a lot of babies. I know. Who else had like their 10th baby? And I don't know, but that's so oh terrible, I feel. Uh, I reported earlier this year or earlier last year, late, late last year, that uh, the flipper flop couple, Tarek and Christina El Musso from HTV's flipper flop, uh, have, you know, separated, but they're still trying to keep their TV show going. But apparently it's not going very well for them. Again, one more point for Chip and Joanna. Y'all might be homophobes, closeted homophobes, but you're still a loving couple. So I feel like there, there's one point for you. Um, apparently things have been going very bad on the sets. Um, a witness tells Life and Style that Tarek... The guy manages, uh, makes things so uncomfortable on set. The last spring, the crew was told to keep shoots tight and make sure there's as little downtime as possible. Uh, so apparently, a source says that sometimes Tarek gets so mean during breaks that Christina hides in her car. <gasps> Before they split, allegedly Tarek <clears throat> allegedly called her a whore all the time. And listen, I'll just say this quote. He said, shut up, woman, or I'll rape you. Now, this is pretty terrible, oh if God. you ask me. So this is his wife? He, yeah, he actually joked about raping Christina on more than one occasion. Tarek thinks it's funny. Christina hit a breaking point and couldn't stand to be around him anymore. She fell out of love. Obviously, this girl, y'all need... If I was her, I would not... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting really fired up. Leave the show. Leave the show, Christina. It doesn't make any sense. Tarek found humor insulting his wife and repeated verbal attacks. Some of his bad behavior was even caught on camera... He calls her a whore and worse all the time and then <laughs> laughed about it. Christina, if you're in this situation, take yourself out of it. Have more respect for yourself. If you're married, you're going to get half the, you know, stuff anyway if you have a good lawyer. Oh, well, that's only if it's like um, over 10 years. Oh, isn't it? Like if you want, it's completely still, down the middle. I, uh, I feel like you bring this up. If you're in this situation, you can take yourself out of it. And you have a young daughter and a son. You need to you need to run because if this man is treating you like this, no amount of money, you probably are getting paid that much for the show. You need to run and you need to hide and you need to save yourself. And Christina, the thing is, you can do your own show. We can get a home makeover show with Christina because she's, she's the really, smart one. That's what I'm saying. She's the one that has. She's the, the one that the, does the everything. Design Nobody the likes design the guy. Nobody likes him at all. He's an asshole, and everyone knows it. And I feel like even if this is for ratings, it's sad. And I feel like you should definitely just like. Learn to, you know, stand up for yourself and run away, you know, cut ties with him. I feel like it's not worth it. Uh, Christina, you know what you should do? You should go to the networks and pitch. Uh, what was the show that Nisi Nash used to host, the uh, um, home interior show? Where they would, like, take your stuff and I know sell what it, it is. I forget then, what it's called. It's like, and then Joanna House, I think, or somebody took over yeah, for her. Okay, Christina, go and pitch that same exact show, but just revamped and you as the host. I, mean, I feel like people would follow her if she was like... I'm saying, because she's the one that people are tuning in for. If she did a show where it was, or if she came out saying, you know, I ran from this guy, you know, I, I finally got away from him. I got the strength to do my own thing and be on my own. I feel like people would definitely people would gravitate it. towards that. And I've that. never watched this show, but you I would watch what? your show. Go to Chip and Joanna's ranch. They will take you in. They will take you under their wing, and they will teach you how to properly flip houses with shiplap, okay? <laughs> no, but she loves that, sub, that submarine tile. Uh, 
<laughs> no, it's Subway. It's Subway. <laughs> I would love like a Subway tile shaped in the shape of a sub- submarine. But girl, I don't know what it is. And you know what? I, I don't want to catch any heat for this, but I'm only giving you advice. You know, I want you to, I want to see the best for you. And that my advice is just to not let him do this. And I know like women go back like seven or eight times, you know, quote, quoting Rihanna here. But it's it's sad, and I feel like you have. We're living in a day and age where you can definitely go out and do your own thing, and you can you know uh, you know have a uh, an empire on your own. Hell, you can even start your little YouTube channel, and then I'm sure I'm sure someone would buy it. Yeah, I feel like we're in a it. such a good space right now where we're like supporting women, and like you know, I feel like there's space for that, and I feel like there's no need for you to be continuing in this. Show, even if you're under contract, I feel like you need to stand up for yourself. Yeah, you know what? Any good lawyer can get you out of your contract. And yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You might have to um, pay a lot of money to get out of your contract and start back from square one. But guess what? You'll be happy. And you, you can't buy happiness. Oh, my God. You'll, I'm still reading more of this stuff. Tarek, Tarek recently filed for a divorce from Christina and requested spousal support yeah. from her. He also asked the court to block Christina from trying to get spousal support out of him. <laughs> You know what? I am done. I am so done. Nope. No. If you do continue with this show, no one's going to want to watch it because it's going to be like, damn, girl, you are so sad. They're going to be feeling sorry for you. They're going to be like, you played yourself, girl. You need to get on it. I'm telling you, this is really terrible. I feel like I need to message her right now. You know what? Message her. I've been doing that all week, messaging people on Twitter, trying to get it's so. It's podcasting. you know what, and we're moving on to a story about a woman who really did stand up for herself, a woman named Miss Sherry Shepard. Oh, come on, Sherry. You know what, Sherry is in the wrong, but go on. <laughs> because apparently, what happened? Please recap. What did Sherry do? Okay, well, Sherry Shepard. You know, she was in a marriage with a man, mm-hmm. and um, they decided to um, use a Sherry's egg and. Um, whatever his name is, his uh, Lamar. sperm, Lamar, his sperm, um, and uh, f- uh, fertilize it and put the fetus into a, um, surrogate. a surrogate. And what happened was they fell out of love during the pregnancy and got divorced during the pregnancy. Since then, the child's been, been born and Sherry does not want anything to do with this child. She doesn't want to claim it as her child. Sherry, this is your child. And you would have known before this happening that there were, the relationship was crumbling and failing and mm-hmm. you still chose to continue on with this. This is your child. But, you not know, legally, Sherry, Sherry, right? Sherry, Everyone in court, so you go continue. Mm-hmm. But apparently, she's paying uh, child support for it. Uh, but she, yeah, she still wants nothing to do. And you know what? This is the opposite end of the spectrum, <laughs> where it's like, okay, you maybe stood up too much for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's the things you brought this child into the yeah. world. Like, yeah, you didn't carry it, so I guess she's but, paying the hard child. Yeah, but now it. she's like, but she's it's like, not the circuit's child. I know. Now she's like, girl power. I don't want this child, which you might be a little bit in the wrong. And the thing is, because Lamar wants more money. That's the thing, because he's saying that she's making more, so he's demanding more money. A referee Sherry tells people that the judge wasn't feeling Lamar's uh, you know, request and has denied his request for more money. Her rep says that Sherry hopes this puts an end to Lamar trying to get more money out of her, and she hopes he finally gets a job. You know what? Shame on him also for sitting on the couch and using her money just by having this child. Yeah, maybe he played you. Maybe this was all a, a way to uh-huh. a, a get a paycheck. But Sherry, you went along with it, so that's yeah. your fault for being dumb. Sorry. Uh, he's, he and released, we love you, Sherry, but... He released a statement through his lawyer, quote, Lamar Sally is a wonderful father. He has 100% custodial care because Miss Shepard doesn't want to spend any time with the child. She doesn't. And he is responsible for providing all the needs of the child, subject to being able to get court orders for Miss Shepard to make a contribution pursuant to the court order. Child support is the right of a child, not the parents. So he came out, and then she uh, fired back on Twitter saying, how many ex-husbands does it take to get money from a single mom? Two. Hashtag dumb and dumber. Ooh, hashtag get a life. And then to find out in court papers that the first ex-husband has been feeding the second ex info under the guise mm-hmm. of seeing So here we have a one very uh, extreme end of the spectrum where Sherry Shepard is like going a little too, you know, girl power. <laughs> Whereas we have uh, Christina Almuso on the complete other end, just like feeding in. I think they need to meet and I feel like they need to learn things from each other. You know what? Judge Judy needs to come in here. I'm telling you. 
Judge Judy needs to come here and be like, listen, Sherry, that's yours. That's your child. Take care of it. And she needs to go to tell Christina, leave that man and be better. They need the life coach from Bad Girls Club to come on. Oh, my God. No, she's useless. <laughs> she is so useless. She's more useless. So have them draw stuff. And she's more useless than Star Jones in that show. Let me Ooh. tell you. <laughs> but uh, apparently, yeah. So I guess uh, Sherry comes on top out of this because she's not paying any more. Yeah, but you're still wrong, Sherry. And you know what? You're uh, negatively affecting a child's life. That you brought into the world. Now moving on to some useless news. Sprint has purchased 33% of Tidal, which means that nobody still will listen to Tidal. <laughs> what, are, now, are they the majority shareholder? No, 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 because they're only 33%, and I think Jay-Z is the other percent. 63. Yeah. No, oh, 66. I thought... 66. Oh, 66. I thought that he already wasn't... Um, I thought there was all the different celebrities had... Um, like a stake in the company. I think, but so. I think he's the number one. Okay. So Jay-Z purchased Tidal for $56 million, and now uh, it's apparently worth two, uh, $600 million because oh, Really? Yeah, because Sprint purchased it 33% for $200 million. Now, Shark Tank rules say that it's now valued at $600 million. Well, they got it wrong. I know. Here's the thing. Sprint now has a contract saying that anyone with a Sprint phone can listen to Title for free. So again, no one's going to be listening. Sprint? Who has Sprint? Exactly. No one's going to be listening to Title still. Y'all could have gone with Metro PCS. It would be the same thing. <laughs> Mobile? For cheap. Y'all could have the Metro for cheaper, a cheaper deal. I still got or the like do it with them. Verizon because Sprint is lowest of the low the in terms is, of people, cell phones. I mean, I'm going to say from my personal experience, I don't like streaming music because to me, the thing is, I like, I mean, I get people People don't purchase music. Me, I like purchasing my music because I like having access to it when I want to listen to it. I don't want to have to like save the songs for offline streaming. I don't want to have to do this and that and the third. You know, just make, you know what you should do? Abort this whole process. I mean, they can't. They already spent so you much. You know money. what? I would. I would. I would, I would file Man. bankruptcy. I would file bankruptcy. Jay Z played you for the fool sprint. Damn, that is some. I, I, that is some good. I don't, he must have had a gun to their fucking head. I'm telling you, because that seems like the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Because not one. I don't know one person that has title. I don't even know people. Someone has a sprint. I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know one person. Maybe it's like Midwest or like the smaller states. Yeah, I don't know anybody with title. I know people with title. They'll get the. One- but, but here's the thing. There's a there's a diagram here, again, a Venn diagram, where people who have Sprint, right? And then there's people who would listen to Tidal. There's no in-between. People that listen to Tidal do not have Sprint. And people who have Sprint would never listen to Tidal. So I feel like this is the stupidest move on anyone's part. I feel like... This is very smart for Jay-Z, but I feel like it's the dumbest, stupidest move for Sprint. And y'all are going to be bankrupt in a couple of years mm. off of this, I feel. Because I feel like anyone with anyone who has a Sprint phone, if Sprint is like, listen, you get Title for free, they'd be like, no, nah, it's fine. Yeah, I can count with no hands how many people I know that have Title. Because <laughs> it's it's useless. I feel it's yeah. it's not it's it's stupid. Except I did read I did read a funny tweet this week about Title. Someone <laughs> said, um, "I love Title. I listened to Lady Gaga's Born This Way, and I could really hear Madonna's." Express yourself in the background. Because <laughs> suppose like his title yeah. supposed to make the music sound a lot more clear or something. That's stupid. I think that's so dumb. I know it's dumb, but I mean, it was like the best thing to come out of the whole title thing was just that one joke. I feel like, you know what, Sprint, you did it wrong. But you know what? Good for you, Jay-Z. Blue Ivy, get Blue Ivy like a special present. You know what? Get Blue Ivy a Range Rover. Come on. All right. And in more news that me and Julian have not gotten anything out of this podcast, the reboot of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is being rebooted and me and Julian are not involved in it at all. Uh, apparently, Netflix is uh, renewing Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and putting a millennial twist on it. They're uh, not bringing anyone from the original cast back, but they're rather bringing up YouTube stars. So again, maybe we should have just done a YouTube channel, Julian. <laughs> I do not like this idea, not one bit. Uh, I did not know this with the route they were going. Yeah. You can't bring back Queer Eye and not have Carson Kressley. Yeah. Well, I feel like... And I, who's who, which YouTube stars are you going to have? I don't know. Chasing Cameron? <laughs> oh, he is not gay. Maybe he is. Who knows? But uh, I feel like... I feel like this is just not... It's not... It's it's dated. No, yeah. This is dated. And also, if you were to do this with just YouTube stars, put it on YouTube. Why is it on Netflix? Yeah, it doesn't Netflix, make it, what are we doing? Will I watch it? Probably not. And here's another twist. They're going to the red states to like make them over, you know, so they're going to like, no, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is I wrong. feel like, you know, it's just, I, I, it's, it doesn't add up to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
it's it's such a you yeah, know because you're gonna get us stuck in conversion therapy because. yeah because because <laughs> queer i started in 2003 and that was still that was, for that time that was still like okay y'all need to calm down yeah y'all need to do like trans eye for the straight guy Ooh, i know yeah I, I feel like trans eye for the trans eye for the white guy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i feel like it's not necessary we it's don't not, need it's it it's like normal now yeah it's like who yeah it's like no, you know everyone can be who they are if yeah you know what y'all should uh, Hold on, back roll. Yeah, not back roll. Backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to do um, alt right eye for the the everyone. trans guy. <laughs> yeah, or something where it's like you have like someone that, that, that that's what that's what's controversial the these days. The country doesn't need any more debates. We're already so divided. But that's what's controversial these days is being an alt right you know person. It's yeah, like I feel like this not being gay. This isn't going to bring anyone together. It's not going to do anything. I don't even think it's going to give you ratings. I don't even Netflix. Watch this. Nobody needs it. Nobody needs it right no. now. I feel like I feel like everyone is content with being who they are. You know, Lady Gaga born this way, whatever. Everyone's accepting of everyone and like forcing it down people's throats isn't going to change anything. It's only going to make things worse for everyone. It's going to make us go, okay, y'all need to calm down. Maybe y'all need to not, maybe, you know, you need to tone it down a little bit and it's going to make them go, oh, we were right all along. You know, you guys are stupid for doing this. Yeah. You know, it needs to be Mike Pence eye for the gay guy. You're not right in this, I feel. <laughs> you keep pitching these ideas and no, you're not right. But what I'm thinking, that's what, you know what you, what you should do is you should have a sit down conversation, not a debate. This is what it should be. Where it's we get people from both sides of point of views mm -hmm. and we have a conversation about why each party feels the way they feel so we can educate each other on why we feel the way we feel and then maybe through education we can end prejudice and racism and hate okay so that's what you should do i mean this is what we should be teaching the schools but we have someone like the dumb bitch devas devas that's now head mm -hmm. of you know education you know so it's all about it's all about education and learning listen i'm just mad so, i wasn't part of this <laughs> and to be honest i didn't even know they were doing a reboot <laughs> But uh, yeah. So uh, all well, what, just say they did reboot it. So and they they hired you. Mm -hmm. What would I wouldn't you, do what, it. <laughs> but no. But what would your specialty be? Because you knew that the one guy that was like up with the bar. Yeah. One guy with the, uh, furniture. What would your specialty be? Um, it's just like you talking about um, Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, mine would be like just be black. <laughs> Be blacker. Everyone will like you for yeah, it. Hashtag black excellence. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag execution. To sum this up, uh, Rosalind, if you're listening, run. And uh, Christina El Musto, if you're listening, run. Sherry, if you're listening, run. slow down. <laughs> slow down. Uh, we wish you all the best. You know, we only want the best for women. You're our future. So thank you. Okay, now we're going to do our segment, Too Extra or Just Enough. Okay, so Wendy Williams found herself in a new feud this week, although not as salacious and delicious as her feud with Angela Renee Black China White Kardashian. <laughs> Wendy is feuding with Paris... Oh, no. Jackson. No, they're untouchable. You can't. Okay, so Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris Jackson, was on the cover of Rolling Stones this week. On her show, Wendy said, quote, she has not made her mark on her own. You cannot be on the cover of one of the most prestigious entertainment and influential magazines in the world and just be the daughter of and tell your story inside. Sorry, you all. Well, Paris caught wind of this and she tweeted, quote, seems or she seems to think about the family a lot, considering she makes all these claims about us. Why are we on your mind so often? She should have just quoted uh, Black, Black China. China. <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> In the article, besides talking about um, how she and her family believe Michael was murdered, Paris said she also considers herself black. Mm. Okay, so Wendy went on to say, quote, I get that she considers herself black and everything, but I'm just talking about the visual because, you know, black is not what you call yourself. It's what the cops see when they got the steel to your neck on the turnpike. Oh, bye, Wendy. Uh-uh. It's what they see. But that's cute do not. and good for her. Uh, disagree. Wendy, do not try to do this. Do not try to bring Black Lives Matter into your fucking talk show. We don't, so don't. <laughs> well, then Paris tweeted, quote, well, she didn't birth me, so. Ooh, well, mm. Well, reportedly, her relatives are trying to get, um, no, this is alleged and reportedly, okay, you guys. Mm -hmm. 
based on this this interview she did with Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Her relatives are trying to get her hospitalized over fears of a total breakdown that could destroy her. Family members are convinced that she's drinking and smoking pot and worried yeah. that her boyfriend, Michael Snotty, will be her downfall. Oh, no. Another Whitney. As we know, in 2013, Paris Hilton, you know, attempted suicide. Paris Hilton? I mean... <laughs> Paris Hilton, we all wish. No, 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 take that back, take that back. Paris Jackson attempted suicide, and so her family really thinks like she's losing her mind. But yeah, Wendy, don't go in on a poor, a poor young woman. The thing is, I mean, she is white. Like Michael's not her dad. Oh my God, you don't know that. Look at she has a white mother, Demi Reynolds. I mean, I have a Mexican dad, and I'm white. So not Debbie Reynolds. You know the Debbie, the dermatologist. Yeah. You know what? You know what, Wendy? You know what? I, I wish that this wasn't a few because it's not that good. <laughs> you need to leave young women alone. She's yeah. only 18. You're like 57 years old. 58. She's 52. But you look 60. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, I know you Google alert your name, so bring me up on the show, bitch. Don't leave young women alone. You're just a bully. And to be honest, Paris, this wouldn't have been anything had you not clapped back. You know what, Paris? Jesse was right. You should have just requoted Angela, Renee, uh, Black, China, Kardashian, White. Wendy, uh, stay in your corner. Okay, so this is too extra? <laughs> yeah, no, it's completely too extra. You need to leave your, leave young, leave little girls alone. Okay, well, Pick we... on women your own size and age. Ooh. And P body shape. Ooh. Wendy, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I mean. Okay, well, we all know Taylor Slithering Snake Becky with the good lies. Allison Swift is a fake feminist. So it's no shock um, that Becky with the good lies received backlash after tweeting, so much love, pride, and respect for those who marched. I'm proud to be a woman today and every day. Hashtag women's march. Nope. At face value, the message is kind, showing gratitude for those who participated. But some of Swiss fans weren't too impressed, feeling that it presented a false feminism, especially since she was noticeably absent from the marches. Mm-mm. Okay, in recent years, Swift has transformed herself into somewhat of a feminist icon, in part by nope. surrounding herself with a girl gang of famous female friends and crafting punchy lyrics nope. about relationships. No. But as many have pointed out, her public image also seems like a convenient marketing tool. As Dana Evans wrote in a piece for Gawker, her plan to be as famous and as rich as she possibly can be is working. And by using other women as tools of her self-promotion, she is distilling feminism for her own benefit. Mm -hmm. After the singer posted her tweet about the Women's March, people on social media were quick to call her out for aligning herself with a successful event she didn't attend. Quote, as a fan of yours, this is some bullshit. You do not get to pick and choose when feminism benefits you. Completely true. Other people tweeted, other people tweeted, this is gross opportunism. Be better. True. Stop using feminism feminism as a prop to fuel your fake girl power narrative, a meticulously crafted PR persona. Yep. It's it's transparent as fuck and getting pretty old. You only speak about feminism when it's cool and can benefit you personally. Um, then why don't, or sorry, then why didn't you say anything during the presidential presidential campaign when we could have made it so that this didn't have to happen? Yep. Fuck you. Ooh! You stayed quiet all through the election process to ensure your record sales wouldn't fall victim into a divided USA. Damn, they this went is in. Just enough. Y'all it's need to not enough. Y'all need to drag Taylor. Listen. You know what? Kim started. Kim started by calling her on her lies. Kim, you need to. Kim, the next march we need is you getting starting that march about the anti-Taylor Swift march. Okay, here's the thing. Kim. Here's the thing. I don't. I never post about politics. I don't either. I never. It doesn't fit my. But uh, here's the thing. I um, also. I don't. I never. I don't. I can't march. Honestly, can't. can't. I'm too nervous. I don't want to get bombed. I don't want to get shot. You know. I just have social anxiety, so I can't be in a, a place where there's too many people like that. So that's why I feel like I can't post about yeah. things. You know, because it's either one or the other. You can't be in the middle. You can't be. You know, talking about how you care about this and you care about that, but you're not proving it by backing it up. Exactly, Taylor, you're care. fake. We don't care if you're, um, you know, donating money, yeah. over the phone or over the internet because that's not doing. Th- your face would make a change because you are a famous person and you have a lot of fans that follow you, Taylor. Taylor, and you know what, Taylor, I do believe you're probably a Republican. That's why. Ooh! 
Taylor, writing songs doesn't make you a feminist. Writing songs doesn't make you uh, uh, a hero. Taylor, it doesn't. having fake friends doesn't make you a feminist either. Saying you're a feminist doesn't make you a feminist. I can't. Mm. If she's not showing it, she's not. And it, You I, know what? The downfall of America is going to be white feminist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. They're so fucking annoying. Taylor... Girl, you in danger. <laughs> Girl, no, you know what we need to do? We need to get a time capsule or some type of capsule, like a big box. We need to put Taylor Swift and in it. And 10 years from now, we'll be like, oh, they knew. No, 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 it's not like that. We need to put Taylor Swift in it, <laughs> Lena Dunham in it, Jennifer Lawrence in it, yeah. and all the other girls in it. And we need to throw it up into space and let it just float away. Taylor, back up. Taylor, we're done with you. Taylor, you need to shake it off. <laughs> That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in, please. Well, it's the 15-year anniversary of A Walk to Remember. As you know, this is one of my favorite movies, okay? Like, yeah. I watch it at least once a month. It's okay. so good, okay? Well, well, Mandy Moore recently revealed why she never went back to blonde after she dyed it brown for her first film as a leading lady in the 2002 hit. Is she regular blonde or Yeah, natural, natural blonde? blonde, yes. You don't remember her in Candy? No, I don't remember. At 15? From, don't remember from anything. <gasps> Can I really quickly interrupt and say, remember that story we uh, talked about where she wanted more airtime on This Is Us? Yeah. They gave it to her. Let me tell you, that <laughs> show went downhill. I'm going to watch this. They did. Know. Listen, they, they gave a whole episode where it was just focusing on Manny Moore, and it was the most boring shit I've ever fucking <laughs> seen. And I'm surprised that like it didn't like put a hole in the, sh- in the show and like it didn't get canceled right away. Mandy, some, you know what, producer, sometimes it's best not to give in to these actors' demands because it really, really put a damper on things. I almost turned my back on that show. Well, I never even started, so my back's been turned. <laughs> okay, well, I was a blonde then, and for the most part, haven't gone back since. It was transformative because it came at a time in my life when I was only seen for the pop music landscape and thought um, through that lens. There was a real significance to coloring my hair. As silly as it sounds, there was a real significance in the way that people saw me, but also in the way that I carried myself and that I saw myself. It was the last little piece of the puzzle, I think, in terms of getting into that character. Mandy, why are we talking about this? (laughs) You know what? I liked care. her. We don't, we don't, I like. We don't care why you're brown haired. I love. He liked her on that show, but she just seems like she's all about me, 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 me. Listen, girl, you. No one cares. No one cares. I'm over it. Well, this then was too extra. Too extra. Way too extra. Okay. No, watch. Nobody even asked her about that. She just started, know, she started talking about, about it. it. She's like, oh, do you know why my hair's still brown? They're like, no. She's like, okay, watch. Let's let's pretend we're at Gelson's Market. Okay. I'm Andy, and you're a random person. Okay. Excuse me? Please don't talk to me. Um, do you know why my hair is still brown? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm trying to buy very expensive groceries right now. But my hair is still brown because, like... I okay, can't... you know what? We tried doing improv <laughs> segments. <laughs> we tried doing improv segments before, and they completely failed. So let's uh, let's keep it off the table. I'm not please. a good improviser. <laughs> we did one show together. Never again. <laughs> But how was my prop work? Maybe getting the can off the shelf. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were doing the salt thing. <laughs> um, she who should not be named with a B, please do not be listening to this podcast. Beth? <laughs> I'll never get on a Herald team. <laughs> Okay, well, Catherine Heigl, the reason people hate you and will no longer give you a chance is because you are unrelatable, but mostly unlikable. Mm. Catherine Heigl, who welcomed his son Joshua Bishop Kelly Jr. on December 20th with husband Josh Kelly, revealed the heartbreak she felt when visiting the doctor's office each month was seeing how much weight she gained. Mm. (sighs) I gained like 40 pounds. That's hard for an actress who spent her whole life trying to lose the last 10. What was rough with the pregnancy was the terror of the weight gain. I tried to be as healthy healthy as I could, but uh, sorry, I tried to be as healthy as I could about it and not go crazy and go over the top with weight gain, but I still gained a lot for me. Catherine, as an actress, your pregnancy was the time for you to indulge in everything and gain all the weight, um, you know, and live your life. But Catherine, also the scariest part of the Pregnancy and the terror should have been making sure the baby was healthy and not sick Mm -hmm. and making sure that you didn't have like a miscarriage or a stillborn baby. Catherine, I think our priorities weren't right. And Catherine, that's why you're like Gwyneth Paltrow and no one's going to ever give you a chance because you're fucking annoying. Wow. Girl, you in danger from Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, it is sucks gaining weight and then having to lose it. But that shouldn't be the biggest terror that you're reporting about Mm -hmm. having a baby. The biggest terror should have been make sure you had a healthy baby. Yeah. 
How's that child doing? You don't even Catherine, know. Catherine, yeah, we didn't even know you had a child. You don't even- <laughs> we knew you were pregnant. No one ever knew they actually gave birth. Yeah. Because you didn't reveal it. Who's Catherine. the daddy? <laughs> too extra. <laughs> I do think it's too extra. It's too extra. You're even prom- uh, promoting Catherine Hines. <laughs> I'm over it. Girl, you better run. Okay, well, Kelly Rowland, did you find out that your husband and baby's father is gay? Ah! And in an open relationship? Uh-oh. Okay, well, Kelly revealed that she believes that in today's society, it is important to know if the love of your life has had a past gay experience. She said, there are some women who are not finding the real truth about their partner's sexuality until they go through their man's phone. But it happens with women too, not just guys. I can't tell somehow, oh, sorry, I can't tell someone how to feel about dating someone who is bisexual or had a past gay experience, but it's proper to ask in today's times. She also shared her thoughts on open relationships. None of my girlfriends that I know of have had open relationships, but Monique has the biggest smile on her face and seems uh. happy. I just feel like I'm not in a position to judge anybody. We're in a new time and space where sexuality should be talked about, whether you want um, to be with two people or three. Well, Bitch, Kelly, I- if it's a time... And where there's no position position to judge people. Why are we judging people? Yeah, she's like, I'm judging you. By the way, I don't mind. I don't want to judge people. Like, why are you even talking about this? She found her husband's gay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. She yeah, found it with the pool boy. Oh, Kelly, 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 Kelly. You, you didn't have anything else to promote. <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? She must have. Why are we talking about this? Just promoting like a lifestyle. I feel like it's something. all like it's all you know up to the couple. You know, and I don't think any man should like have to report to his girlfriend or wife. And she's like, I can't tell someone how to feel about dating someone who is bisexual. No one's asking you to tell them how to yeah, feel. Yeah. Let them experience that themselves. If you if you're curious, ask. That's the thing. That's how we find things out. I don't feel like anyone should be so upfront with things because at the end of the day, no one cares. Yeah. If you care about something, ask. Otherwise, I would never put my business out there unless someone asked. <laughs> you know, some people <laughs> some people aren't, you know, that extra, you know? Yeah. Some people keep shit to themselves unless they're asked. That's how conversations work. Yeah. I'm over it. Beyonce, put Kelly on the stage or something so she has something to do. <laughs> do a Freddy versus Jason too. I'm over it. Well, this has been the extra <laughs> podcast. Uh, this has been a very great episode. Uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed listening. Uh, tune in next time. Hopefully we'll have a guest. And if not, we'll still be here. Yeah. Bye. Bye.